welcome everyone to Asian Pacific Voices Radio, where you'll find stimulating conversations that explore diverse topics and stories impacting our communities. I'm your host, Rasha Goal, and today we have two special guests, Zhu Shen, an award-winning writer, film producer, and director, and her son, Perry Chen, who's also been involved in the process. Welcome. Now, Zhu Shen, as I'd mentioned, is an award-winning writer, film producer, and director best known for her two Oscar-qualified, critically acclaimed animation shorts. She produced Ingrid Pitt, Beyond the Forest, about a young Holocaust survivor, animated by her 11-year-old son, Perry Chen, in 2011, and Chang Yu's Journey, the four, about her late husband's life, written and directed by her son, Perry Chen, in 2018. Ingrid Pitt Beyond the Forest won three U.S. Film Festival awards and screened at over 30 international film festivals. And at the age of 11, Chen was the youngest animator to qualify for an Academy Award for the Best Animated Short Film. Wow, congratulations and welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Zhu, we're going to start off with you. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, starting with your what your life was like in China before moving to the U.S., and what led you to come to the United States? So, Russia, um, I grew up during the Chinese Cultural Revolution in the uh, mid-60s to 70s. And so I uh, followed a fairly conventional path in my uh, childhood. Um, I was lucky that when I graduated from high school, the Cultural Revolution was over. So we were able to apply for colleges. So followed my parents' wishes, I chose a um, STEM career, became a medical school uh, student, initially studying pre-med at Peking University, followed by Peking Union Medical College, the top-ranked medical school in China. But in my childhood, I always loved the arts. It was very visceral. I learned drawing at the uh, prestigious uh, Peking um, Children's Palace. And then uh, I was drawn to um, moving pictures by seeing um, films um, in the uh, old days and uh, transported into the world of storytelling. So that's uh, how I grew up. And what led to my coming to the U.S. was graduate school. My uh, then fiance, Chang Yu, who later became my husband, he and I both came to the U.S. Uh, for our PhDs in biomedical field. All right. Well, we definitely have to hear more about how you navigated that journey and fell into film. But Perry, going to you now, what were some of your favorite childhood memories? I mean, have you visited China and what are some of the things that you like or have enjoyed there or have experienced there? Um, so yes, I did visit China. I have visited China many times in my life, uh, mostly to just see family because, um, you know, growing up, uh, my mom, my dad, and I were the only extended family we had in the United States. Everyone else was uh, overseas. So uh, it was... It was very, um, very different environment in China. And in fact, uh, at the age of five, my dad went to China for his, um, his new uh, job and he brought me along with him. So I actually uh, went to kindergarten in China for about a year. It was just quite a different environment. Um, 
and I mean, I my memory of it is really fixated on, I suppose, the things that a five-year-old would care about. So I was really fond of like, there were these plants that had uh, leaves that would close when you touch them. And so I would remember those leaves. I would also remember my grandma uh, around in the morning buying these um, fried, they're not really quite donuts. Uh, they're usually called crawlers, I guess, in the translation, but they're these long sticks of dough like, uh, and you dip them in soy milk. A any Chinese person you say that to, they'll know what you're talking about. <laughs> now, this question is directed to the both of you since you work together. What were your motivations in making Chang Yu's Journey and Journey of a Thousand Miles? How would you say these films are related to each other? And what are your roles? Okay. So um, my husband, Chang Yu, was uh, dying from cancer. Uh, in 2012, um, at the age of 49, and Perry was 12 years old. So Perry decided uh, two weeks before Chang Yu's passing, he wanted to start make uh, animated uh, tribute to his father, which I was very touched by because Perry wanted to inspire Chang Yu to live longer, even days longer. Um, and so I thought, how can I not support that? I want to help him make that uh, film a reality and give some hope to Chang Yu in his last days. So my motivation, actually there were several fold. One was to support my son as his producer and make things happen, um, raise money and so forth so that we could have uh, enough funding to get it done properly. Um, and by that time, he was already well known in the animation industry as a young film critic. And then also with uh, Ingrid Pitt, um, you know, the youngest animator to have an Oscar qualified film. So I thought this film is our personal story. It's uh, so meaningful to us. And I hope to help him uh, make more of a name for himself and to uh, set the stage for his future career in Hollywood, becoming a bona fide animation director. Um, so I wanted to make the film as successful as possible. And then it will also provide us a um, venue for our grief and recovery and an opportunity to work together on a personal story, which I thought would be very impactful. And it's a promise that Perry um, gave his dad that he would make this film. So those are my own motivations for um, Chang Yu's journey. Yeah, so um, I guess, I'll offer a different side of that story, the side of my perspective, which is a lot less pleasant and is one that um, I guess growing up, I always had to kind of keep behind um, closed doors in order to maintain my mom's uh, more, I guess, palatable um, version of how the film came about because yes, I, I definitely did want to make a little, uh, animation film. Uh, and I wanted to make it basically in the last few weeks of my dad's life to give him hope to keep living on. Um, 
but it wasn't quite a promise the way that my mom uh, said, because also if I, even if I made a promise to him, he's passed away and the film has kind of lost its purpose. At least that's how I felt at the time. Um, and, but when it came to creating something for my dad, even in a tribute, which I was, I was quite willing to make, this was always something I really wanted to do on my own terms as a work of art, a commemorative thing, rather than something to be, um, to be marketed, potentially monetized, and also to, I suppose, prepare me for a career. I never had those considerations, especially not at the age of 12. But yet my mom, being very business-minded, of course, is going to be thinking of every possible way to give me an advantage in life, um, not, not always taking into consideration how her directing of such a personal project and pushing me along could have uh, impacted what I really wanted. You know, it's so beautiful to see the both of you working together. But as a mother and son team, I'm sure there might have been some challenges. Were there any challenges or conflicts during the process of making the film Shang Yu's Journey? And, and would you mind sharing that experience and how you were able to work through those challenges and any breakthrough moments that you would like to elaborate on? I think Perry said it really well, uh, which sets the stage for our epic battles. Um, I had, you know, we had very different motivations and um, goals for the film. And uh, they're in direct opposite of each other when you think about it, because Perry actually didn't care about finishing the film. It was just a personal project that he wants to do at his own leisure. But I was thinking out for thinking about how the film could potentially benefit him and his future career and even his uh, college application as he grows up, you know, uh, through the years. So um, we just didn't see eye to eye. And at the time, it was um, at the height of my tiger mom days. And I also was called a stage mom. You know, I really felt very proud of his achievement. So I saw the film really as a vehicle to showcase his talent and help him build a career. And I think that if I can do that, it will be a, a huge success for both of us. And I never seriously thought that he would not want it. I was so confident that this is the best thing for him because he's so talented and so good at storytelling. So um, we were working with a um, personal development coach by the name of uh, Walker Clark, who appears in our film, in our documentary film, that is. Um, so through working with him, uh, I think we've had quite a few breakthroughs in our relationship. I think through working with Walker, I gradually see, um, saw Perry as not a vehicle for achievement, but a boy who needs love from his mom and who has his own agency 
and his desire to live the life that he wanted that is quite different from my own, even though I was crushed and disappointed initially. But I think that once I realized that I gradually uh, let go of my control and there was a moment when you talk about breakthrough, there was a moment when I had to choose between finishing the film or seeing my son being happy and not being burdened by having to finish it if he didn't want it. I uh, took a long time to make the decision, but I ultimately decided I would rather my son be okay and be happy. And so I told him that, you know, for all these years, I said not finishing the film is not an option, but now it is that I, I can accept that. And it was at that moment on his 16th birthday Perry told me that he actually did want to finish the film. And we started to finally work in earnest and and able to finish the film by his um, junior year of high school. Um, So that was definitely one of a breakthrough moment for myself. And Perry may have different thoughts. Yeah. I mean, I I absolutely agree with your sentiment. There is no bigger admirer of my mom's strength and growth than me. Um, and I mean, like, I don't, I don't blame her for the way she went about parenting because there really is no true guidebook to how to be a parent, especially as a single mother dealing with, you know, the, the struggles of raising a child and on top of loss and, having given up her entire career to basically take care of my dad. Uh, All we really have as people are the experiences that were like the hand were dealt growing up. And the way my mom grew up is with a parent that basically planned out her entire future for her, the way that she talked about, you know, getting into medical school despite excelling at it, was never her own choice. It was laid out by her father. And so I find it really inspiring that through enough effort and through enough love and communication and vulnerability that we can break certain cycles of intergenerational trauma. For for you, what's the main message behind the film? Does it have any social impact? And if so, what what would that be? So Russia, I want to say this, because um, right now, everything, everywhere, all at once, um, the uh, our pride and joy, you know, for Asian Americans, this film is the Oscar frontrunner. And I want to say to you and all the audiences and listeners that, Uh, You can think of our film, Journey of a Thousand Miles, the documentary that I'm making initially with the purpose of documenting my son's personal and artistic growth while we make Chang Yu's journey. You can think of our film as a uh, quieter, earlier nonfiction variation of everything, everywhere, all at once. No less powerful or impactful about the family bond about the possibilities of reconnection and healing. So that's what 
I envision our film to be. Yes, understanding to um, help families see、um, each other as people and to cultivate true unconditional love without expectation, without pressure, without you know all these、um, historical baggage. So that's what I would love for our film to do. And in fact, I'm happy to share that. I have already achieved some early success with Perry in our early、um, screenings of our、um, sample, which is like a twenty-minute、um, cut、uh, that gives the gist of the film. A lot of audience told me later on that after seeing the film, they were so touched that they、um, were compelled to reach out to their grown children to call them and talk about things that were difficult to talk about. In the past, about the fraught relationship, and、uh, so the film has already sparked great conversation, heart-to-heart conversation among family members.、And、I hope it will continue to do that. And let's talk about Journey of a Thousand Miles. What stage of production is this film in, and where can audiences expect to see it, and how can they support the film? Oh, thank you. Uh, so, uh, Journey of a Thousand Miles right now is in early post-production. And、uh, I hope to get the film completed next year. And so there are different ways for audience and listeners to、uh, support our film. First of all,、um, we have our film website.、Uh, it's a、uh, www dot journey of one thousand you know one thousand numerals one thousand miles film dot com that people can sign up to get updates. About our film and get link to see、uh, Changyu's journey for free. They can also、uh, make contribution donation with the. We have a donation、um, uh, button on the website, so they can do that. As you know, it's extremely challenging for independent filmmakers to make a such、um, a such project of personal nature. It's a labor of love for us, and there are ways where people can also.、Um, Later on, host private or community screenings, where we can get、uh, funding and support, or、uh, organizations that give out grants to、um, uh, artists and filmmakers to make、uh, impactful films like ours. With Journey of a Thousand Miles, so I would actually have to say that the Journey of a Thousand Miles is mostly my mom's story because I've had my time in the spotlight. I've Told、um, some of the stories I've wanted to tell, and、uh, now I think it's it's her time to shine. So I'm really just here to support her in her own journey, especially as she finds her footing as a, a、uh, first time uh, director, uh, just doing all the、uh, the creative work that she always wanted to as a child, but never really got to.、Um, Due to, you know, life, parental pressures,、uh, everything that I'm sure we can all relate to to some some extent.、Um, as for a message for the younger generation, I suppose it would be that there is hope.、Um, I would say there is hope that、um, even if Your parents don't see you as people. 
Um, it's not impossible. There is hope. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's been so beautiful talking to the both of you today. Any last words of wisdom or advice that you would like to share with the audience? It's not, it's, of course, it's not just uh, Asians. I mean, you can see it even in just like um, in a broader American community, at least there is, you know, it's a very commonplace thing for parents to, you know, kick their kids out for being LGBT. Um, And like, you know, the thought of just like kicking your child out of your household because of some kind of social construct is, I mean, if you look at like, like it it just doesn't really make sense for humans as a, as a species, I would say, but, and yet it's, you know, it's, it's just the culture that we live in. And um, I think one thing about Asians really is that, you know, we all have a certain level of, shared experience, regardless of if you're, you're Indian, if you're, you know, like, because a big part of that shared experience, of course, is the immigration experience. Um, and, uh, no matter how far it came, uh, it came back, if we're in the U S there is at some point that shared history. Um, and also, uh, just, there's a lot more anyone really any two given people have in common than they have uh, different if you really take the time to look at it. And I think what's important is to uh, create something, and I think this is what my mom is trying to do, that sort of sparks that conversation. It's, of course, not the full story, but in the Chinese proverb, a journey of a thousand miles begins with the first step. Mm. Uh, that is such a great question. I think that uh, what I would say to my younger self is that uh, don't lose hope. You may not get to do what you want right away, but um, go with the flow and enjoy every part of your life because nothing is wasted. In the end, like I am now, I'm using every part of my experience in my filmmaking, which is this um, full circle in a way. So uh, that truly inspires me and that it's never too late to pursue what um, brings out your curiosity or interest even if it's in the third act of your life, or in Chinese, we call it second spring. So there's always hope because in earlier um, times in my tiger mom days, I was really living vicariously through my son, you know, all the movie adventures that I never got to have as a child. So I was more excited than him to go into these film events, um, interviewing filmmakers and such. But now that I have the ability to pursue my own dream, to become a, a bona fide artist in my own right. 
And with my son being my supporter and mentor, he teaches me how to use camera and be a better storyteller. And he's my co-writer and co-producer for the documentary film, Journey of a Thousand Miles. So again, that's a full circle. So we don't have to just live out our dreams through our kids. We can do it ourselves and reinvent ourselves. So that's my message. I just want to congratulate the both of you and really thank you for being open and vulnerable here with us today. Again, Zhu Shen and Perry Chen joining us today. And now, you know, they could use your support. So do check out a journey of a thousand miles film.com. You can learn more about their film project. You could donate, support them. Um, yeah, let's, let's really get behind them and show them how much we love what they're doing and to learn. So please do visit them. And again, we'd also love to hear from all of you, our valued listeners, if you have any suggestions on future guests or topics. And don't forget to subscribe to your favorite podcast platform, as well as follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and of course, YouTube. Asian Pacific Voices Radio is produced by Asian Culture and Media Alliance, a nonprofit organization that empowers our Asian and Pacific Islanders communities with a voice through media arts. Now, if you'd like to support our program, please visit AsianPacificVoicesRadio.com. I'm Rasha Goel, and thank you once again for listening, and please join us next week for another exciting and thought-provoking Asian Pacific Voices Radio show. Take care. 